Hey there, fellow warrior. Here we are just about at Christmas. Isn't it crazy? Another year just flying on by. I wanted to chat for a little bit about how we identify ourselves or how and who and what becomes our identity and then encourage you to think of yourself as more. So, of course, we're going to identify with different things that make us who we are. We have a certain religious, you know, spiritual beliefs that make us who we are. And depending on what you believe in that regard, that can be a huge part of who you are and your identity. And that's a good thing. But we also identify ourselves with our family, our family history, our family line, our children. We can identify ourselves because of wealth or lack of, health or lack of, or by our children. That's a big one, definitely, especially for moms, but yes, certainly for dads too. We can really get our identity hooked in and um, have it impacted by how well our children are doing or how well they're not doing, and so many other things. It could be that you're very good at something and you're known for that, and that becomes part of your identity. All that makes perfect sense. But sometimes we can kind of go off the rails a little bit and we can do it in, you know, you could think of them as positive and negative, but it, it just is what it is. But we could go off into an identity. For instance, I know somebody whose husband's family has always had a lot of money and then uh, she, by marriage, ended up, you know, in this situation with a lot of money too. And um, there's nothing wrong with that. That's fantastic. But when it becomes your identity and it kind of becomes who you are and you become so tied to that, your identity is the fact that you have this wealth and these things. That can be really dangerous because I think it can make you very insensitive to people who are not in that situation. And um, it can make you kind of a one-dimensional person too, right? So I'm not saying that person is. I'm just saying that that is, is a danger. And so the other things that we, you know, it could be, again, status. It could be your status, your status in a community, your status at a job or in politics or something like that. And um, as I said earlier, definitely identifying with our children. And there's nothing wrong with any of those things. But when that becomes sort of your thing and your identity, I think there's a couple of dangers there. One is if something changes in that situation that you've plugged in your identity, you know, it's become who you are and then something changes, you can literally be left thinking, who am I? You know, feeling like you're lost in the world because that is what was defining you and that has changed. That happens sometimes when people are so caught up in their identity with their spouse and then a divorce occurs. And you see them really lost and floundering. And we see this with people who have their identity completely wrapped up in their children. And I get that it's kind of hard not to in a way because we love them so deeply. There's just nothing like that love that we have for our children. And then, but we get so wrapped up in it that we can put pressure on them. And then they make mistakes and we feel like failures. We have shame you know, we, that comes on, 
definitely I can understand that for sure. Having a daughter that wound up in addiction and, you know, thinking, you know, how, how can I, where do I go from here? Be, being a mom was the most important thing in my whole life. It wasn't my entire identity, but it was so important to me. And I can only imagine people whose entire identity was hooked into their children. And now they're, they have somebody like my daughter, Jamie, who wound up in addiction and it was shot twice and the second time fatal and, you know, all this craziness. And it's very, very easy for us to take on a label. And then, like I said, when something goes awry, it leaves you feeling like you, you don't know who you are. And so I think we have to make sure that we are more. We are more than whatever that is. Uh, because let me tell you, uh, let me first say that we were talking about how you get hooked up in this identity and then something changes and then you don't know who you are. Well, it can kind of go the other way. This thing happens and that becomes your identity. So I've, I know people whose seems like appears that their entire identity is caught up in this illness that they have. And of course, I'm sure it can be all consuming, but that becomes their identity. You know, it reminds me of this high school friend that I had named Paula and I hadn't seen her in a while. And we were at a dinner with some old high school friends and Paula always had really dark, long, long, dark hair and thick, thick hair. And she had still her nice, dark, thick hair, but very, very short. And I made a comment about how good she looked with short hair that I'd never seen her with short hair. And um, I'm always fascinated, literally fascinated with women who have really short hair and look good because I just look terrible in short hair. So I'm always, I mean, you know, if you ever run across me, I'm staring at you and you have really short hair, that's why. But so I said, I made a comment about her hair and how good she looked and all that. And then my friend Laura tells me afterwards, she said, you know, she's had cancer twice. Oh my gosh. So I wound up telling Paula that I wish I had known. I wish you would have told me, you know, I could have encouraged you or been there for you in some way. And what she said was life-changing for me. She said, I didn't want many people to know about this thing because I didn't want it to take up more than 10% of my life. Let that sink in. How easy would it be for her to make her entire identity this cancer, especially the second time around, but she refused to allow it to become her identity. That's huge. That really gave me strength that, you know, when you see someone else do something, you believe you can too. I really drew some strength from what Paula said. So again, it'd be so easy for her to, to stamp that, you know, C on her forehead. It would have been easy for me to stamp mother of an addict, mother of a murder victim, or, or even the first time she was shot, mother of a girl who was shot and all sorts of crazy things that happen. You can identify with things to the point where you forget that you are more. We are not one dimensional. We are not just one thing. I think there are a couple things that we have to remember when we find ourselves trapped in that, trapped in that identity, this one dimensional identity. Number one for me, you are a child of God. This is the most powerful being in the universe. You're a child of God. That is a huge identity. Tied into that, of course, is that you are here for a purpose. And yes, you could say, well, 
my purpose was having these children and raising them well. Definitely part of your purpose, no question. But if this is you using this example that you have a son or daughter who's gone haywire or maybe you lost them like I have and it'd be really easy to just be so identified with that loss. And even if they're still alive in an addiction like mine, that is a loss, of course. And so I, I, well, I get all of that firsthand. I just cannot believe for one second that your purpose was that. Your purpose was to have a child that gets on drugs and loses themselves in this drug world. And that's your purpose. That makes, I can't compute that in my brain. I can't get my head wrapped around that. I can't get my head wrapped around that your entire purpose is to get this illness, is to finally find the man of your dreams and then have him, you know, cheat on you and leave you. I can't believe for one second that God's plan for you is to why that you wind up a sad, lonely, bitter victim covered in shame and guilt. I just can't buy that, my friend. There's no way that God created you in his image and then said, hey, here's how it's going to go. Now, he didn't say there wasn't going to be difficulty. Nobody promised us the rose garden, right? Like the song says, but we're going to have difficulty. There's no question about that. That's not what I'm talking about. But we can always take whatever happens and use it for good. We also don't have to get trapped into the this is it. This is all I am. This is all I'm about. And if this thing doesn't get better, then I'm screwed as a human being, right? If this thing doesn't get better, I'm just going to live in grief for the rest of my life. And that's the end of my story. Please do not put a period on the end of that sentence. You have got to dig down deep and find the courage to step up and move forward. You've got to figure out what you were made for. I heard my friend Mana, I was at a, an event uh, where she was speaking and she said something that really stuck with me. She said, it isn't even what you're made of, although that is incredibly important. This is what we're talking about, right? Becoming, becoming stronger and more courageous and taking all of your gifts and expanding them and, and looking at your weaknesses and seeing how we can kind of modify those and, and really become our best. Why would you not want to become your best? But what she said was something like this. It's really not about what you're made of, but what you're made for. Think about that. That is literally the change of one word in a sentence. It's what you're made for. What are you made for? Because when God plopped you down here on planet Earth for this purpose that you have, possibly more than one purpose, when he plopped you down here, he didn't go, well, you know, good luck to you. All the best. You know, hope this thing works out. Of course not. He knew that he would have to give you certain skills, some aptitude, gifts, talents, abilities. He'd have to instill some of this in you, even if you haven't developed them and they haven't come out yet. He would have already put things in you. I mean, he's not a fool. And then on top of that, allowed you to have circumstances 
allowed you to go through things, yes, and difficult things, and allowed these experiences or for you to, to meet certain people so that you could take all of that and, and go and, and bring this out into the world and live out your purpose. When you go and do this and you say, I am more, I am made for more, I am going to go out and expand who I am. I'm no longer going to label myself as this one situation, this one terrible thing that happened, or even this one wonderful thing that happened. I'm no longer going to be defined as just mom of so-and-so, wife of so-and-so worker of this, owner of that business. That's no longer going to be my sole identity. When you do that, you're not disrespecting everything else. You're not discounting it. You're not saying that those things aren't important. You're not burying your head in the sand and saying certain situations haven't occurred in your life. You're just expanding out. You're saying, I'm no longer going to be defined as this one label that makes me who I am. Remember first you're a child of God and that you're here for a purpose. And, and yes, people are in our purpose. And, and life can really throw a monkey wrench into our plans. You might be a person that had all sorts of hopes and dreams when you were younger and you had plans and thought your purpose was this. And then, you know, life comes along and whacks you upside the head with that proverbial two by four. Something comes along and, and you're so far off that course of that X, Y, or Z. You know, this is not anywhere near what you thought your purpose was. It's possible that you need to go back and revisit that. It's possible that was never your purpose. But there's so many things that are stepping stones and pieces of us. And, and um, having those dreams that you had before can be helpful to you now. Just reignite your passion that's what we've got to do, my friend. Reignite our passion to do something meaningful. And like I said, this does not mean that you're leaving this other situation behind. But you also can't allow those labels to become so big that they end up like a, a plastic bag over your head. Right? We get so stuck in that one spot. And often we're waiting for something to change. You've probably heard me talk about this a lot because I did that for so many years. You wait for something to change. And when that changes, then you'll get better. When that changes, then you'll go out and do something. When that changes, then you'll work on yourself. When that changes, then you'll, you'll invest in your personal growth. When that happens, you'll start that business. When this thing stops, then you'll feel better. When that occurs, then you'll have peace. No, you've got to go after, after it. You've got to go out and get it. You've got to stand up and find the courage to believe that you are made for more and then take that belief and do something with it. Time, you know, I, I, do I say this in every podcast? I feel like I do. Time is flying. I just, I think about time every single night when I go through my nighttime routine right? Getting the bed ready, flossing my teeth, brushing my teeth, taking off my contact lenses and washing my face and all my lotions and potions and brushing my hair and, you know, all my 30 steps or whatever it is I figured out that I do at night. But 
when I'm doing it, I'm always thinking, am I doing this again? Seemed like I just did it 10 minutes ago. Wow, that was 24 hours ago. So this is, this is the day. Not after Christmas, after New Year's, after this other thing. Oh, after my birthday, after I retire, after, after, after. No, you are made for more and you're made for more now. You are more. You are more than the health issue. You are more than the business. You are more than the job. You are more than your role as a mother or a wife or a friend. You're more. You're more than the shame and the guilt. You're more than whatever your family members have done. You're more than your mistakes. You're more than your sins. You're more than this horrific thing that's happened. You're more than your trauma. You're more than all of this. I want to challenge you as you go forward and finish up 2022 and head into 2023. I want to challenge you to decide immediately. Don't make one of those resolutions that just, you know, poof, January 15th and you forgot all about it because you only did it because it's the thing to do, right? For New Year's. Don't just go make some resolution because everybody's doing it. You decide. That's it. This is your pivotal decision. This is the thing that's going to move your life into a new direction. And, and trust me, there's going to be bumps along the road and, and twists and turns and maybe even a couple U-turns and, and you might fall down a few times. And, you know, th that's just life. But why would you want to stay stuck with a label that's either got you, you know, living as a one-dimensional person or it has you down because you've accepted that this is it. This is as far as I can go. That's what I had done. A few short years ago, I accepted what I called a life sentence, verbalized it. This is my life sentence. This is it. All my good days are in my past. I believed it. I spoke it. Thank God I had that low, low moment in my life when I made the decision to stand up and fight. And that's what I am recommending. Not recommending, I'm imploring you to do. And not just stand up and fight. Take that all-important step forward and find out not just what you're made of, but what you're made for. Because no matter what you face today, what you're going through, whatever difficulty, challenge, stress, you're made for more than all of that. Link arms with me. I would love to work with you in 2023. I'd love to work with you today. Uh, get my nine weapons of hope. You can get some coaching with that if you'd like, or you can work on it on your own. It's video and uh, guidebooks and really great stuff for you for figuring out what you're made of and just getting yourself stronger and more confident. The nine weapons of hope. They're life-changing. I also hope that you will follow my new Facebook page, Warriors in Hope. Um, that, by the way, is where we deliver all of our content, is at warriorsinhope.com. So you can always go there, by the way. We have some free resources. You can get into that member website without you know paying anything. Just get in there. And um, But let's do this. Let's do this. Let's not be sitting here at the end of next year with the same old messaging. This is your moment. It's your time to shine. And yes, you can do that. You can actually shine 
right in the middle of the storm. But it takes that first decision, that all-important, pivotal decision that you're going to find out what you are made for and you're going to go out and do it. Yep, you were made, no matter what you're going through, you were made for more than all of this. Thanks for listening. I will see you next time. And in the meantime, if you want to jump into Warriors and Hope and get access to free resources and check out all of our other coaching and resources, go to warriorsandhope.com. Whatever you're going through, know that you are not alone. I'm standing right there with you and alongside you as you stand up and learn how to fight, how to become a warrior in hope.